is the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. Hello, hello, hello. It's me, the Celebrity Medium, back again with another roundup of the most up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. There is always action on the next world scene. It's a challenge to keep up with it, but I do my best. Today, as with every edition of the report, I have some wild stories about the goings-on there directly from my afterlife paparazzi sources. Hope you enjoy them. Let's get right to it. We haven't heard much, well, we haven't heard anything really, from Abraham Lincoln and his next world wife, Whitney Houston, for a few months now. They've been laying low since they walked away from the popular reality show they both starred in. Longtime listeners know that the show continued with Whitney's daughter, Bobby Christina and Richard Nixon, the man the producers selected to play her boyfriend. Abe and Whitney were disgusted by that casting, and that's why they quit in protest. So the show has continued with Bobby still madly in love for reals with Mr. Nixon, whom many viewers suspect is simply playing her for a sucker. I've been wondering what Abe and Whitney were up to since leaving the show, so I asked one of my most trusted sources for an update. You know, even after doing the report for so long, I wasn't prepared for the answer. It seems that President Lincoln is in training to become, hold on to your hats, an MMA fighter. Yes. Most people don't realize that in his youth, Honest Abe wrestled for money at county fairs. Apparently the grappling bug has bit him again and he is reportedly spending many hours every day in a gym working out prior to debuting in the octagon sometime down the road. According to several sources, for her part, Whitney is said to be completely against this change in careers for her hubby. While people in the afterlife cannot die, of course, or be seriously injured, they can be hurt or knocked out. A rumor has it that Whitney has attempted several times to talk Abe out of this, but he is determined to see it through. The fight promoters reportedly feel he will be a huge attraction, drawing many new fans to the sport. The catfight everyone in the next world has been eagerly anticipating seems to have happened. Mysteriously, over the past few days, Tammy's Court, the show starring former televangelist Tammy Faye Baker and Jan Crouch, has stopped airing new episodes in favor of reruns. A source who works on the show told me that that was not in the original schedule, but wouldn't go into any details. Audience members for the show have to sign non-disclosure agreements which means that they are not supposed to divulge anything about the episodes they witness before they air. But despite that word has leaked out anyway, uh, Tammy Faye and Jan got into a screaming match on an episode that nobody's seen yet. I'm told that it degenerated into a full-blown brawl between the two women, with Tammy pulling Jan's multicolored wigs off her head 
and equipment being knocked over as the two women rolled around on the floor kicking and punching each other. My source says the cameras continued to roll during the melee and that, in his opinion, the episode will air at some point after the producers have milked the buzz that currently surrounds the fight. Word is that Tammy and Jan are being kept apart from each other for the time being while the show's runners decide how to proceed, although that has not been confirmed as yet. You know, I told you it was just a matter of time before this thing turned into a train wreck, and it appears I was correct, so... Uh, maybe I'm a bad guy here, but I can't wait to hear how this all gets resolved, if indeed it does. Last week I told you that Marilyn Monroe and Jackie Kennedy, who have both retooled themselves to resemble each other, yeah, it's weird, were expected to have an encounter soon. I'm informed by my sources that that encounter took place the other night at the Globe Theater where Vince McMahon Sr.'s Shakespearean acting troupe performs. The occasion was the premiere of the company's version of The Taming of the Shrew, Fitting, given how the two women have been acting towards each other of late, I also told you last week that the newly breast-augmented Jackie had a dress identical to the one Marilyn wore in the seven-year itch, custom-made for her. Now, she wore that to the premiere while on the arm of Ronald Reagan, Monroe's former boyfriend. Yes, this all gets a little complicated. Monroe was once again dressed identically to Jackie's outfit from November 1963, pillbox hat and all. Creepy, very creepy. I'm told that in contrast to Jackie's new, more pneumatic bosom, Monroe is wearing sports bras these days to squash her breasts down to better resemble the former first lady's slimmer physique. Now while many, okay, and I confess I was one of them, were hoping for a knockdown drag out between the two. They kept their distance, being careful to space out their appearances on the red carpet. The strange role reversal between them, however, meant that many members of the press and attendance had trouble remembering which of them they were interviewing, often calling Jackie, Jackie Marilyn and vice versa. But if either of them was troubled by the misidentification, they didn't show it both of them gently correcting anyone who called them by the wrong name. I am told by a lot of people, actually, that the degree to which they look like each other is unnerving and more than a little creepy. Jackie accommodated the photographers by holding the hem of her white dress and bending forward to bare her bosom, just like Monroe did in the famous shot from her movie. Now, Marilyn has taken to walking as expected from a first lady, smiling and waving in that vacant way they tend to have. Hello, hello, peasants. Hello. Both refuse to even acknowledge any questions about the other or about why she was imitating the other one. So, bottom line, the strangeness continues. Lastly, Rudd Weatherwax, 
the man responsible for the Lassie TV show and movies has announced a new project. Weather Wax, as you should know if you listen to the report, and if you don't, shame on you. He recently produced a theatrical movie called The Lassie Squad. The movie was intended, believe it or not, to be an action cop story featuring an all-collie cast. When that came apart at the seams during shooting because of difficulty getting the dogs to cooperate, Weather Wax turned it in the middle of filming into a slapstick comedy, which unexpectedly became a midnight cult classic. So fresh from that strange success, he has announced that he is forming an all-dog TV channel. The so far unnamed channel will feature the kind of lineup any other TV channel might have with action shows, game shows, sitcoms, etc. The twist is that they will all have canine casts. Now, frankly, this sounds more than a little crazy to me. My prediction is that if this concept ever gets on the air, it will not last long. What made the Lassie Squad a hit was that it was unique, a one-off, a one-time thing. I don't think this odd premise will work when it's stretched out over multiple shows aired every day. I've been wrong before with predictions about will and won't work in the afterlife though, so we'll see. And with that shaky prediction, I'm going to lock up the Celebrity Afterlife Report studio for another week. Please come back next time when I'll have more up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. I would absolutely love it if you would tell your friends that the report is available for free on iTunes and in the Google Play Store. Oh, we are also heard regularly on our affiliate K-Chung Radio in Los Angeles. I am the celebrity medium laughing at my own dumb voice. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. To ask a question about your favorite deceased celebrity, call 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-369-3732.